Good morning and welcome to today's daily devotion, your daily PPE. This is another Christmas devotion that we have for you this morning. Uh, It comes to us from Matthew chapter 1, verse number 23. The title of today's devotion is The Heart of Christmas. Today is December the 23rd. It is Thursday, the day before uh, Christmas Eve. I guess you could say it's Christmas Eve Eve. So anyway, December 23rd, it's Thursday. We're working our way through the week and um, I'm going to have a devotion today and then I'm going to have a devotion for uh, tomorrow. I'll give you another devotion for uh, Christmas Eve and then um, I will not have any more devotions, new ones that is, until the first of the year. So anyway, let's get into Matthew chapter 1 verse number 23. Very familiar passage of scripture. It's from the, the prophet Isaiah. Matthew is quoting the prophet Isaiah. And he says in Matthew 1.23, Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God left heaven. And I, I know I've talked about this many times before in the devotions past, but God uh, left heaven. So God was Jesus, and Jesus was God. They are two in one. Uh, but when God left heaven, he took on the form of the of a man, <clears throat> and that was Jesus. And so when Jesus walked the face of this earth, he was literally God. And um, so when Mary, as the old song goes, when Mary touched the face of Jesus, she was actually literally touching the face of God. And when she uh, held Jesus in her arms, she was holding God in her arms. Pretty remarkable. Uh, but it's just a remarkable passage of scripture here that Jesus left heaven. I'm sorry, God left heaven and he came here to be with us. I've been <clears throat> shopping the last couple of weeks. Um, who am I kidding? I've been shopping for the last month or so, uh, just here and there. And um, <clears throat> as I've been shopping, uh, I've I've heard um, people say to me, you know, they'll give you, you know, you pay for something and they give you the receipt and they, they'll say, uh, have a happy holiday or happy holidays to you. Or, or sometimes it's just in passing. People will say happy holidays to you. And they say that instead of Merry Christmas. And in, in a sense, I get it. They're trying to be, uh, politically correct, if you will. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I prefer Merry Christmas. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, I have just a little bit of a cough. Um, I prefer Merry Christmas, but I don't get confrontational about this or with this. I usually I usually just smile and I say, Merry Christmas to you too, you know, and, and we go on. Um, because, let's face it. I understand that this time of year isn't always merry for some people. Um, I have a a very dear family in our church who just lost a loved one uh, just yesterday. And um, I have another family, a friend of the family, and they lost a friend last week. And uh, a family that attends another church, they lost a loved one last week. And so... 
Christmas isn't going to be very merry for them because they're they're missing someone. Um, there's also those people who have lost jobs this Christmas time. And I know there's lots of jobs out there to be had, but for some reason, I mean, some of their companies have downsized. Um, I, I have friends who have had to quit their jobs for some unforeseen, just unbelievable situations that's come up in their lives. And, um, it's just hard for them at this, at this time. And, and so Christmas isn't going to be that merry per se. Um, and then there's also other people who, um, they don't have the money to give as some people give and, uh, because Christmas has become such a mirror, uh, um, mirror, um, materialistic, I couldn't hardly get that word out, has become such a materialistic time and, and they're sad because they can't give. So, um, on, in one respect, I understand for some, uh, Christmas isn't always going to be the most merry time of the year. Sometimes it brings back memories of times where they've been with loved ones and they've lost loved ones and they don't do like they used to do. And that's the situation I'm in. I mean, I lost my father, uh, several years back and and now my mother is not able to go and to be with family on Christmas and so uh, it's sad sometimes and we don't we don't do like we used to do it at Christmas and it's you know sometimes it brings discouragement and hurt and sadness more than it brings Mary <clears throat> and that's why I love this passage of scripture because that Matthew quoted here from Isaiah, he said, Emmanuel, this means God is with us. So at this time of year, some people just need encouragement more than they need a gift or um, they don't need a, a Christmas present as much as they need God's presence in their lives. And they need to be reminded of what this season is all about, that God left heaven and he come to be with us. He come to be with the brokenhearted. And and it's okay to be, you know, it's it's okay to be sad sometimes. It's okay to grieve the loss of a loved one. Now, I don't believe we should allow it to go into depression, but uh, but we 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 have to have a grieving process. And and uh, so this is a great time to remind people it's not about things. It's not about presence. It's about his presence coming into our lives. And don't misunderstand me. Uh, things have their place. Presence is great to give and they're fun to receive. But we, we can't forget the essential message of Christmas, which is Emmanuel, God with us. He came to be with the brokenhearted. He came to be for the hurting person, for the lonely, for the sorrowful. And this time of year to bring a gift of encouragement and, and, um, and to say to them, this message of Christmas is God is with you. God will help you. He's going to strengthen you. And so I want to just give you about three verses here as we get ready to close today. Just some words of encouragement and some scripture of encouragement. And this isn't a all-inclusive list. This is just three that I thought of this morning as I was praying and reading and uh, listening to the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> the first one is in Psalms 23, which is a great, great passage of scripture for those who are hurting from the loss of a loved one. 
The psalmist writes, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you, meaning God, are close beside me. Your rod and your staff, they protect and they comfort me. Knowing that God is there sometimes, that's just what we need to know. Uh, not so much that um, he's going to take the pain away, although we would love for him to do that, but just his presence is comforting. So he's going to walk with you even through the darkest times of your lives. He also promises that he will never leave you. I love this passage in Deuteronomy 31.8 where God encourages Joshua as he's getting ready to pick up the mantle of Moses and lead the people of Israel. And God tells him, do not be afraid and don't be discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I think that's a word for us today, for you maybe. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. God's going ahead of you. He's going to be with you, and he's never going to fail you, and he will never abandon you. He'll never leave you. And then one of my personal favorites, Matthew 28, 18, where God promises that he will be with us forever in every situation. He said, be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So maybe you're in a position today to be able to give encouragement. Take these three verses and give encouragement today. Let people know God has come to be with us. Maybe you're in a situation where you need encouragement. Then allow these verses to encourage you and lift you up and help you to remember and to realize that God has never left you. He will always be with you and he loves you so very much. This season, at the Christmas season, it seems like there's more opportunities for us to share the love of Jesus in every situation. Not to be confrontational, but just to share grace and mercy with people. I want to encourage you to do that as we work our way through the next couple of days into Christmas and enjoy this time of just being in His presence. This is the heart of Christmas the presence of God in our lives. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word today. <clears throat> Lord, thank you for loving us so much to send your son. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for taking away our sins. But God, most importantly, and I, I think most of all at Christmas time, as we learn, thank you for just being with us, Lord. Your presence means so much. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Lord willing, I'll be with you again tomorrow. And uh, we'll wrap up the year and these devotions. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Remember, I'm praying for you. And um, I guess I would say, have a Merry Christmas. We can have joy even in the midst of troubles and trials. But have a Merry Christmas because God is with us.